What's going on, guys? Welcome to the new Parents on the Block podcast. Right now, my wife and I, Jimmy Grace, she is, we are on Baby Watch right now. So right now, today, I have a special guest with me. He is a pastor, happily married uh, for 31 years. He has ministered and mentored over thousands, has opened up his home to over three dozen, mm -hmm. and has raised two amazing daughters, you know, that I just so happen to marry. Uh, yeah, guys, this is my father-in-law, James. One of them. Yeah, what I say? No, you're good. Keep going. Oh. You didn't marry both. I was just clarifying. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, James Harper, everybody. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Thanks thanks for being on the show, Dad. Hey, man, I appreciate I'm glad it. to be here. It's yeah. a good opportunity and a wonderful opportunity. I'm glad to join the stage or the set with you. Yeah, yeah. So, just today, uh, I just want to... I want to talk to you for a bit because you have so much wisdom. You are anointed and all the, all those good things, you know. And I uh, just had a few questions for you. I just want you to share with, you know, everyone listening out there. So, yeah, how about let's just jump right into it. How about all that? Right, jump let's right just jump in. right into all it. All right. Okay. I'm scared, no, but we'll jump. Okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's make it happen. Okay. So, how did you find out you were having a kid? Wow. Yeah. Man, that's interesting. Uh, I was being detained by my employer at the time for no reason at all. And uh, it was strange to me. He said, he said, I just need you to stay here a little while longer at mm -hmm. work. I said, man, I got to go home. And then next thing I know it, he got me in his office, and then my wife comes along, and she has all these balloons. Mouth dropped. I'm like, what in the world oh. is going on? <laughs> and she surprised me with balloons saying that, that we're having a baby. And uh, and it was on then, and oh, man, it, the race, snap. the race has started. It begun, and we was on <laughs> on the march. Oh my! And so goodness. it was an exciting time. It yeah, was an exciting awesome. time. We we were looking forward to uh, having children. Uh, just didn't know when. And when she came with the news that she was pregnant, and um, and she came to my job to surprise me. It was a wonderful time. Yeah, going forward. Now, yes. now knowing a little bit of your story, I, I know you, you're originally from Compton, right? Yes. Uh, Com or Watts. Well, Watts, right? Yeah, South Central Los Angeles. Yeah, there you go. Yes, and so yes. I know you moved to Atlanta, Georgia. You moved to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was wondering, how did you manage uh, for your kids to have a good uh, grandparent relationship? How was that? Uh, it was it was it was a little challenging, you know, to you know even before then because uh, my family was in Los Angeles area and. Her uh, and my wife's family is in Georgia, in right. Atlanta, Georgia. So we've always had this this mix of trying to manage relationships, be it that we were far apart. And so um, while the children were small, were babies actually, um, you know, we established communication through telephone. I know mm -hmm. it's hard to believe. <laughs> Landline. Oh, and, man. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have FaceTime or mm -mm -mm. didn't have Duo or yeah. any of uh, technology that was they actually technology had advanced it just wasn't to our disposal mm -hmm. to be able to use it um uh to where we could facetime one another and this was back in the early 90s but when we did move to georgia uh it was the same thing that is we communicated via telephone and and um and holidays and all those moments you know special moments birthdays and all it was always that that, commun that way of communicating mm -hmm. um, via landline. <laughs> wow. Oh, my land goodness. Oh, and uh, from time to time, uh, we would drive to California and on our, and take a road trip, and uh, we'll go see family once we arrive in California, uh -huh. see family and and, um, and and spend the night over grandparents' house and, 
you know, so it was fun. Okay. And, and we was able to maintain it that way. Okay, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's so awesome. I know having a kid is like a very big moment, and you know, it can be kind of scary. If, you know, <laughs> me, me being in that, uh, being in those shoes right now, about to have a kid, and all. I just want to know, like, were you nervous at all about having a kid? Man, nervous. <laughs> now I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't. I don't recall being nervous because I. I guess for me and for for us, we were really anticipating on having children. And so as soon as, and, and we in fact wanted 12 kids or more. Wow. And uh, so as soon as we found out that number one uh, was in the oven, mm-hmm. man, we were excited. I, I never, I don't ever recall uh, being nervous because mm-hmm. uh, I was just so excited. Uh, and then we had number two in the oven, <laughs> uh, which you, you're quite aware of, number two. I, I'm, I'm very aware yeah. of number two. So number two comes Love you, number me. two. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, we didn't. We didn't really get nervous then. Uh, at least I was. I wasn't nervous. Uh, it was just. It, we were just building up, building up the family. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, again, we were just excited. So I uh, don't know how to really answer that when you oh, say no, about no. nervous. You know, it's just. It's just a moment. It's all yeah. part of life. Yeah, all no. part of the process. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, mm-hmm. what do you think? What was your? What was your biggest hurdle? You know, be in when. Uh, I'm sorry. What was your biggest hurdle of being a dad? What's the biggest hurdle you have to jump hmm. over? You would say? one the, the the biggest hurdle I think for me, and I probably have quite a few hurdles, but mm-hmm. the most prominent one sticking in my my brain right now is that moment that that my children were crying as babies and toddlers, more so babies and and infants, um, mm-hmm. where they couldn't verbalize or communicate what was going on. So I have to figure out why they're crying. Is it because the diaper needs changing? Is it because they're hungry? Mm-hmm. Is it because their toe hurt? Is it because they're sick? <laughs> is it because I'm ugly? I'm trying to figure out why in the oh, world. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> why in the world is this baby crying? Yeah. And you do all these uh-huh. these tricks and gimmicks and, you know, I sing and I dance and, and, and act a clown and just cut up mm-hmm. and the whole bit and trying to calm them and, and trying to... To, or at least trying to figure out why they're crying, mm-hmm. and then I have to do all these things to try to calm them down. And um, that, to me, the, I think that was the greatest challenge. Yeah. Now I've had challenges in the, in my fatherhood and in and being a parent along the journey throughout life. You know, throughout the time that uh, I've had kids, uh, but that to me was probably the most, the greatest hurdle I had to cross because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Under, I didn't know why they were crying. Yeah, they know why they were crying, and oh. then that that and they can't communicate to you. That's, yeah, that's a tough moment. Yeah, they can't. You know, working on those words. You know, saying yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. "Hey, I need this." Oh man, <laughs> it's so much easier. So this last one I got for you. It's not really a question. It just I really want you to talk about this because this is something that's really impacted me that you've shared with me. I just want you to share with the rest of those guys out there, dads, upcoming dads, about just you know. Putting your wife first. Can you continue? To, can you just elaborate and talk about that a little oh, bit? Oh man, that you know that's so much. It's so so important. You know, yeah. it's so important to put your wife first because uh, <clears throat> you got to understand that that your son is going to learn how to treat his wife by watching your example, and your daughter is going to know what to expect from her husband mm. um, uh, as she grows into marriage. Uh, because the way you treat her mother. Mm. So everything that you do as a dad and as a father when it comes to your children gives them an example or a roadmap yeah. as to what marriage and family is all about. Yeah. 
And so the most good. prominent thing of that being an example is putting your wife first. You got to put your wife first. You got to put your wife first before children, through or during children, if I can use that term and concept, <laughs> yes. and after children, when they're grown and they're gone and you're and they're on their own. Because guess what? A lot of challenges, a lot of times, marriages are going to great challenges and they, they break up when the children leave the nest and the children move on because they, they, the husband and wife didn't cultivate that relationship. And the husband, you know, get caught up in work and get caught up in the agenda, get caught up hanging out with the guys or getting caught mm-hmm. up in this and that and the other, but not cultivating that time with his wife and, and spending time with his wife. And what ends up happening, they begin to lose, begin to, 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 to wither and separate. And even though they sleep in the same bed, you may sleep in the same bed and same room, but yet <laughs> far apart from one another. Mm-hmm. It's vitally important that she is one, she's, she's number one, she needs to know she's number one, and the children needs to know yeah. she's number so one. Good. And that they cannot take priority or precedence over that relationship. Right. Because that relationship, that's a choice that you made to marry their mother. And when you made that choice, they need to know that you made a choice that they can't come along and divert it or derail it or change it and make it go in another yeah. direction. That this is solid and I'm going to leave I'm going to leave you before I leave my wife. Wow. They got to know that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Dad! Thank you so much. Can I say it again? Uh, go ahead. They, one more time. They got one, to know that. One more time. One more time. <laughs> they have to know that. Dad, I have another question. Sorry, I just thought of a really cool question. How did you like make sure, like especially as a pastor, how did you make sure that you instilled faith values in your children that weren't your values? Like you instilled the truth in your children, and you want your children to find it for themselves. Like. You want your children to grow up and have a healthy marriage, but you don't mm. want to be like, do this because I said it. You want us to find those things for for ourselves. So like mm-hmm. spiritually, how did you pray over your children and how did you invest in your children spiritually? Good question. Sorry, guys. Hi. Off-camera producer here. Hey. <laughs> You're welcome, America. All right. All right. Take right. cut. All right. <laughs> All right. So now, an interesting note along my journey that i also like to share uh, I know you didn't ask this question, but I thought I'd give my little two cents. <laughs> and that is, uh, it's vitally important that your children grow up having and knowing their own convictions, mm-hmm. even though you've given it to them. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he get old, he mm-hmm. won't depart. And that's, that's so true. Um, but to get them to that place where they are in the zone of making their own decisions, the one of the things that I that I did not do, at least I don't recall I ever did, was ever telling my children, "You do this, do this because I said so." Mm. And <laughs> if I did say it, say it, I gave it, maybe not immediately with explanation, but if it was something that was a crisis and I had to act on something, I had, they needed to respond, then I just said, "You need to do it now." Right. But I always came back later on to explain. Or my wife, we were both the mother. Father, we would come back and explain. This is the why you want to follow through on this path, mm-hmm. and th- with explanation gave them understanding. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they agree with it or not, it's a whole different ball game. But most of the time, nine times out of ten, they understood it and got it. And 
eventually it became their own conviction. And I also believe that what became the what what ended up ha- what happened was that we lived the life before them. Mm-hmm. We fleshed it out. We we didn't tell them one thing and lived another way. Mm-hmm. We 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 lived a life before them to s- explain that this is this is the way the Lord would have us to live. This is what the Bible says, or this is what God has said, and we follow through with it. And then there's some things that may not have been not necessarily biblically related in regards to certain things of life. Um, you know, we can't say well, God told us to go to Burger King. You know, <laughs> God said that we need to go to Quick Trip. Hey, God said, you know, hey. everything can't be a God thing in that, I got in that you. regard. But uh, but we would we would live a life in a way to where we may say that this is adult content. Mm-hmm. This is children content. It doesn't make it wrong because adult content mm-hmm. is just that this is adult content. Right. And it's not that you have to stay in a child's place. It's just that this is not age appropriate or this is not age relative and you won't understand mm-hmm. this. Right. And so therefore there will come a time. In fact, there's even a story that we even get to tell your wife as of yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we told her we'll tell her when she gets married. And uh, we have not told her that story as of yet. <laughs> oh, man. But we've been holding on to that story for quite some time. Uh-huh. The reason why we never told her the story was because it wasn't relative to her life. Right. Even though she was in, had, had developed and grew up to be a young lady and a single young lady and a mature young lady and a lady young lady of faith, Yet we had a story we never told her mm-hmm. that would be, you know, very humorous, very clean, but humorous. And we never told her because it wasn't appropriate or relative. Maybe I should say appropriate is not the best or not the most appropriate word. I got you. But relative. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it wasn't relative to her age or to her status, social status. Oh, I got you. Now it is. When I get off the air, I meant to go find her and tell her the story. <laughs> uh, mom and I. So we... We, but, but what I, under, what I learned though, is that, that you have to explain to your children that there are some things that are just not relative to your age group or mm-hmm. to your age or, or maybe not so much so of your age, but the level of maturity, mm. you see. And so you have to uh, conduct yourself accordingly. But you. the bottom line is that we've learned that we live a life as an example for our children and they will follow that. Mm. And the conviction will come to where they live they will make the same decisions, not because my mama did it or my daddy, or not because my mama said it or my daddy said it, but because I've seen it lived out before me and I'm going to follow through and follow suit. And they take it, it's their, their own conviction mm-hmm. and they will live their life accordingly. Wow. Man, oh man. Ladies and gentlemen, that is just a taste, a taste. of James Harper right there, folks. Oh my gosh. That was so amazing. Dad. Dad, thank you so much for, for, you know, hopping on the podcast and, you know, and you're sharing with your wisdom with everybody. Thank and uh, we would definitely love to have you back. You know? Oh, yeah. But uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, my name is Aaron Collins. And James Hopper. <laughs> and in fact, James Henry Hopper, Jr. the third. And there it is. <laughs> and we out. Peace. <laughs> yeah.